0: And here's the moment we've all been waiting for, 16 days trapped down a well with nothing but a tube of toothpaste to survive on. Ken Kaneko, how do you feel after your epic ordeal? I just want
1: to say with all my heart, try my spring mix greens. I guarantee it will become your go-to base for any salad.
2: Local farmer Ken Kaneko believes his forward greens are so delicious he just wants you
3: to try them. Get a VIP coupon at forwardgreens.com and get your forward greens at Safeway and Albertson's. How
2: does it feel to be alive, Ken? Almost as good as my
0: arugula. Breathe in the bacon. Breathe out the bacon. In bacon. Out bacon.
2: Time for bacon. Find delicious satisfaction with the Double Western Bacon Cheeseburger. Only at Carl's Jr. Feed your happy. Available to participate in Carl's Jr. Restaurants. Price and participation may vary.
1: You know what that music say?
4: Yes, sir, Amos. That music say good health to all from Rexall. The Amos and Andy Show, transcribed with Ernestine Wade, Lou Lubin, Johnny Lee, John Brown, Will Wright, Roy Glenn, Jeff Alexander's music, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. <laughs>
1: How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Amos. You know, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I sort of get a nice feeling when I talk about Rexall drug products and Rexall drug stores. For instance, did you know that one out of every six drug stores in the entire United States is a Rexall drug store. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the continued growth of Rexall drugstores shows that people have faith in their Rexall druggist. The next time you need... Drug products, won't you please look for the word Rexall spelled out on the store window of your friendly neighborhood drugstore.
4: Well, the kingfish is usually a pretty calm fellow, not easily disturbed. No matter how bad the situation, he almost always takes things in stride. But when he came home this evening, Sapphire gave him a bit of news that really threw him off balance. No, no, Sapphire, it can't be true. I'll kill myself. This is the worst blow I ever had
1: in my life. It's inhuman. I can't stand it. I tell you, I'll throw myself in the river. George,
2: there's no reason to act that way just because Mama's coming to live with
1: us. No reason to act that way. Listen, I put my feet down. Oh, granted, Face ain't moving in on us.
2: George Stevens, my mama happens to be a very
1: distinguished-looking woman. Distinguished-looking? The last time I see the face like that, it was mounted and hanging on the wall at the Elks Club.
3: <laughs> when I first
1: walked in, I tipped my hat. I thought the old lady was a member. <laughs>
2: No, my mother does not look like no elk.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I always expected them two warts on the forehead is going to sprout out antlers anytime. (laughs)
2: George, Mama wouldn't be coming here if it wasn't for you.
1: Well, now wait a minute. I didn't have nothing to do with her coming here. Don't tell me that.
2: Well, you is the bum that busted up her engagement to that wealthy Mister Smithers she met in Florida.
1: But I. And
2: you is the bum that broke up the romance.
1: But I. And
2: you is also the bum that made her a lonely old woman.
1: Hmm, looks like I've been the busiest bum in town.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, George, Mama's last chance to get married is gone, and I ain't gonna have her lonely. She's gonna live with us for the rest of her life. She's on her way over here now from Brooklyn, and I want you to be nice to her. I'm going in and fix up the back room.
1: Oh, well, she ain't here yet. Might as well look on the bright side of things. Uh, might have been. It uh, might be a wreck on the subway or something. <laughs>
3: uh, but oh, there's
1: always a... oh D-Day is here. <laughs> yeah, this time I'm going to follow the advice of that Greek philosopher, Socrates. If you were sweet to a person, they will be sweet to you. Oh, hello, Mother and Lord dear! So nice to see you again. Let me welcome you to our happy abode, and may I say with all my heart that I hope your stay here will be a long and happy one.
3: Ah, oh, shut
1: up! If I ever sees that fellow Socrates, I' gonna punch that Greek right in the nose. Now look, Mother and Lord dear. I
2: I'm going in the bedroom and see Sapphire.
1: Uh, Look at that waddle on her there. (laughs) Two hundred and fifty pounds of
3: nastiness. (laughs) Why couldn't
1: she have married that fella Smithers? That's the only way to get rid of that old gal off my hands, to have her marry somebody. Yeah, to marry her, though, you'd have to find the dumbest, the stupid, the most ignorant jackass, the world, the world, uh... Hey, wait a minute, sir. I just spelled out the name Andrew H. Brown. <laughs> I think I'll go and have a little talk with my future father-in-law. Yeah.
4: Well, it was nice of you to drop up here in my room, Kingfish, but I don't get what you're driving at. You say you think I ought to get married to somebody? Oh, yes, Andy. It'd be a wonderful thing for you
1: to do, boy. Bring in your little bride home to this love nest of yours here. You got a beautiful room here, Andy.
4: Well, looking around, Kingfish, I wouldn't exactly say it was no Buckethead Palace.
1: Uh, no, well, it's a different type of place, Andy. It's, uh, But it's still got charm to it, uh, for instance, take that charming three-poster bed there. Yeah. Yeah, that's real class, all right. And I like
4: the way you got one end of it propped up with that rock. That's
1: beautiful. Yeah, you know,
4: I don't know where that rock come from. It was here when I moved in five years ago. And I tell you, you really got a home here. It looked like it'd been lived in. Yeah, well, it was there for a while, but I set traps and got rid of them. <laughs>
1: Well, i tell you, Andy,
4: uh a wife could change all this.
1: I can see you married to some sweet little woman now. While you was out all day, she'd be working around the place, doing little things, making the beds, cooking the dinner, doing the dishes, dusting off the rock there.
4: Yeah, listen, uh, this gal you got in mind for me to get nuptulated up with, uh, what's she like, Kingfish. Well, before I tell you a name, Andy, uh,
1: I want you to remember that uh, with a gal, looks ain't everything. Yeah, well, that's right. And, of course, uh, personality ain't everything.
4: No, I suppose it ain't. And, of course, uh, youth ain't everything either. Hmm. (laughs) If she ain't a good rock guster, I'm in trouble, you know. (laughs) I don't know about this, Kingfish. I kind of like my gals to be petite. Oh, uh, this one's petite, Andy. She's one of the petites, petites. Uh, you don't ever see. It. Yeah, well, that's the way I like 'em.
1: Now, of course, uh, she ain't exactly the small petite, you know. She is more what the French refers to as the bloated
4: petite. Bloated <laughs> petite. Say, Kingfish, uh, I just had a thought here. Mm, yeah. I might be wrong and, and all that stuff, uh, but. Uh... You know, I don't hear that your mother-in-law is living with you, and... Well, uh... You ain't by no chance trying to palm that old gal off on me, is you?
1: Mm, looks like the
4: rhinoceros is out of the bag,
1: all right.
4: <laughs> Let's re-examine the situation here. Uh, the old lady ain't too bad. No, sir. On top of everything else, I ain't going to marry no woman that can grow a bigger mustache than I can. <laughs> what
1: i going to do, Anna. I'll never get rid of the old lady. It was my fault that she missed her last chance at marriage with that Mr. Smithers. After I cleared the deal, he went back to Florida and swore that he'd never speak to none of us again. But
4: well, wait a minute here. Maybe you could patch the thing up. I was just thinking, uh, suppose you sent him a telegram from the old lady and signed her name to it, Ramona Smith, saying that the whole thing was a mistake and she can't live without him Well, maybe he'd reconsider and call the marriage back on again.
1: Yeah, that's the thing to do, Andy. you got an idea there. Why didn't I think of that? Because this boy Smithers is a millionaire. Ah. Yeah, we get him in the family, we'll
4: all be on easy street. Yeah, that's right. You better get that wire off, Kingfish. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't see how that Mr. Smithers can look at that face of your (laughs) mom-in-law.
1: Andy, I guess it's just one of them things, a triumph of mine over indigestion. That's all...
0: Come in. Oh, yes, Mrs. Thompson. What is it?
5: I got a telegram for you, Mr. Smithers. It just come from New York.
0: Oh, thank you for bringing it up to my room.
5: And another thing. You are six weeks back in your room, Rep, and I want my money.
0: But I told you, Miss Thompson, I'm broke. I just don't have no money. But you had enough money to run up to New York and pose as a wealthy widower. Well, I told you, Miss Thompson, I was trying to find some woman that had a little home somewhere who would marry me and take care of me the rest of my life. And posing as a wealthy widower is the only way an old fella like me could get a wife.
2: Well, I'll give you a little more time, but I want my room
5: rent. Now, here's your telegram.
0: Well, now, let's see here. Hubert Smithers, Miami, Florida. Return to New York at once. Our separation a mistake. I cannot live without you. We'll be married as soon as you arrive. Signed, Ramona Smith. Well, Miss Thompson, it looks like my troubles are over. Get my suitcase. This may be only January, but this is one bird that's going north now.
1: Good news, Andy. Yeah, we got a wire from Mister Smithers this morning. He's arriving in New York tomorrow. Yeah,
4: and you say you told your mom-in-law, and she's all happy about it, huh?
1: Oh yeah. Me, her, and Sapphire sat up half the night, engaged in the usual prenuptial talk. You know, how to subdivide his money and all that stuff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy, Mister Smithers
1: is gonna put us all on easy street, and I is responsible for the whole thing. I the smartest man. Yeah. Well, yeah, look
4: at here. Well, shorty to Bobby. Yeah, say, Shorty. Did you hear the latest marital news? The Kingfisher's mom-in-law done got herself a male.
5: Oh, that's, that's the most exciting. That's the best. That's the best. The most surprised you. A male what? A male. A
1: man. A man. A genuine homo sapiens.
4: Yeah, Shorty. He's a millionaire, too. And he's coming up here from Florida for the parody nuptials.
5: Well, doggone, I, I never would have believed that. It, it's too bad Ripley didn't live to see this. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: it, 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 uh, it practically the eighth of the world. Yeah, and i giving given a little dinner tomorrow night for the
5: bride and groom. Yeah,
1: yeah, that, that's nice. Yeah, you see, the old lady and Mr. Smithers is going to sort of semi look. Mm. south mama said that she want to get married in the same church up in Connecticut there where... She was married to first husband, you see. Mm. I guess she wanted to return to the scene of the crime there. <laughs> <laughs>
5: now, Kingfish, with a thing like this in the palm of your hands, you oughtn't to take no chances. You, you better get your mother-in-law looking presentable, because after all, he, he might get a good look at her at, at the dinner and call the whole thing off.
4: Yeah, you know, I think Shorty's got something there, Kingfish. You better take her to a beauty parlor and get her face vulcanized.
1: LAUGHTER that boy to go up to the altar and then reverse when he gets there and get away from there, neither.
5: You know, that's funny, her wanting to get married in the same church she was married before. When my mother got married for the second time, you see, she got married right in the graveyard where her first husband was buried.
1: Why did she do that for?
5: Well, right after the ceremony, she went over to where her first husband was. She stood there for a second. She stood there and thought that she... Stood there and
0: went, BAH! Yes, I'm the proprietor of this beauty shop.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I want you to have all of your operators standing by. I uh, want to bring my mother in law in here for a complete overhaul
4: job. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you might even have to call in the reinforcements for this job. <laughs>
2: Well, you make this sound like a big project.
4: Well, uh, I'm going to explain to you
1: the problem with my mother-in-law. Is you ever gone down to the beach and see the grapefruit laying there on the sand? One that has been in the water for three or four weeks, (laughs) then has been washed up and left there drying in the hot sun for a few days? Yes. Well, if you can get her looking that good, I'll be satisfied.
3: (laughs)
4: She looked like nobody could be in the water that long.
2: Well, we'll do the best we can. Yeah,
4: well, we'll bring her over in three hours and you can fix her.
0: Fine. Now, what about her hair?
1: We'll send that over in thirty minutes. You can get a hair
2: <laughs> Oh, Mama, you look so lovely. I can't wait till Mr. Smithers gets here and sees you.
1: Yeah, you don't look bad, Mother and Lord, dear. It's lucky you got your hair back in time. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have to meet him at the door with my fedora on. <laughs> Ooh,
3: I feel just like a young girl again. <laughs>
1: uh, listen, I wouldn't do too much of that hee hee he stuff. About <laughs> the neighbors, I would think, were keeping the goat in here now. <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of...
5: Oh, it's the door. It's Hubert. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute.
1: Calm down, Mother and Lord dear. Look here. Now, get out of them bright lights while I answer the door.
3: <laughs>
0: Why, how do you do? I'm Hubert Smithers. Why,
1: how do you do? I, am George Stevens, glad to see you again, Father and Lord dear. It certainly is a pleasure
0: to welcome you and your money to our family.
2: <laughs> hello, Mr.
3: Smithers.
0: Why, hello, Sapphire. Oh, and there you are, Ramona. Oh, you bear. <laughs> oh, Ramona.
1: stuff. Now, let's jam on the feedback, folks. Yes,
2: I'll sit here, and you sit there, Mama.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now, here, I'll sit here. And, Mr. Smithers, uh, this is your place right here. Right here where the pen and ink is, in case you want to write some checks between courses.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, yes. Oh, George, would you ask the butler to bring in
1: the soup? Uh, the butler? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, the butler, butler. Uh, Montmorency. <laughs> oh, Montmorency, bring in the soup.
4: Yes, uh, coming right up. Coming right up. Suits on. Here he is. Whoops!
1: <laughs> All right, Mont Lorenzo. Just comb the croutons out of Mr. Smithers' hair and bring in the next course.
4: <laughs> oh, good morning, Kingfish. Uh, what you doing down here at the Lodge Hole so early?
1: Oh, just been seeing Mr. Smithers and my mother-in-law off on their wedding trip. They left for Eastchester.
4: Oh, yeah. About a half hour ago. You say they want to get married up there in the same preacher that done Sapphire's mama and her first husband. Yeah, they wired him and uh, said it was coming up there. Wow. Oh, I tell you, Andy, that's great. Mr. Smithers
1: having all that money, you see. He's rich, you see, and loaded. Yeah. i going to get a lot of that stuff. Sapphire going to get some.
4: I tell you, Andy, we're going to live in the lapdog of luxury. We're we going we to have this stuff. You know, Kingfish... You ought to take the,
1: uh, uh, the... Say, Kingfish, I got here as soon as I could. I got to see you right away. It's about Mr. Smithers.
4: Well, What's the trouble, Amos? Yeah, what's up, Amos? Now, look at this picture
1: here. It's in the back of this detective magazine. It's right under uh, Watch for These Men, see here?
4: Let me see. Yeah. Look, Kingfish. This fellow looked just like Mr. Smithers. Yeah, except for that number across his chest, eh?
1: <laughs> except for that, he is a reasonable facsimile act. Yeah, not look like it. <laughs> yeah, well, now, listen to what I say here. Wanted in New Jersey, Texas, Colorado, Pennsylvania, North Dakota, and Florida for bigamy. H.R. Smith, alias H. Robert Smythe, alias
4: Hubert Smithers. Kingfisher it is Hubert Smithers. Yeah,
1: he's a, but he's a millionaire. Mm. Yeah, but I say here that's his racket. He poses as a millionaire and marries these women and takes them for all they got. Oh, me. And I as the one that's responsible for the whole mess. I am the one who got Sapphire's mama and this man together again. Sapphire going to kill me when she find out this man's a criminal. All
4: them millions is going out the window. Now, wait a minute, Kingface. Wait a minute. Don't get excited. This won't be a total loss. Look sure. here. Say here, if we turn them in, we get a year's free subscription to the magazine. <laughs>
1: Vander, we gotta get in here and see Calhoun, the lawyer. In a hurry. We gotta find some way. We gotta think of something. And he's gotta tell us some way to break up this wedding. Oh, Calhoun,
4: we gotta see you right away. Now, just a minute, Chair. Yeah. How dare you come busting into my office like that?
0: Well, wait a minute. It's important, Calhoun. Yeah, but suppose I'd been dictating. Suppose my secretary'd been in here with me. Suppose she'd been sitting on my lap. And suppose she had her arms around me and was smoothing with me and was. See, that reminds me, I gotta get myself a secretary.
3: <laughs>
1: now look here, Calhoun. Look here, we gotta act fair. Now, my mother-in-law just left for Eastchester, Connecticut, to marry a man who is a crook. A man who has spent ten years in prison. Now we gotta stop this you thing. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't serve the Senate. He shouldn't be made to suffer no more. <laughs> oh, no, Calhoun. He don't know that he is a crook. And if I don't bust up this marriage, sapphire, will kill me because I is responsible for this whole mess.
4: Yeah, and the kingfish can't go to the police because that would make his mother-in-law the laughingstock of everybody.
0: Well, the thing for you boys to do is to get up there in Connecticut before they does and nip the thing in the bud.
1: Oh, me, but Calhoun, they done got a head start on us. Let me see what time. Look here, they done left on the train an hour ago. We could never hear them off.
4: Yeah, that's right. It's 11 o'clock now. The wedding takes place at two. We'd never make it, Calhoun.
0: Now, wait a minute, boys. Wait a minute. Tell you what I'll do. I'll lend you my car, and that way I think you can make it to East West about two o'clock. Oh, that's great, Calhoun. Yeah, but there's just one thing I want to tell you about my car, Kingfish. You might have trouble finding the headlights because they is on defenders. Well,
1: why should I have trouble finding the
0: headlights? Car defenders fell off four months ago. Oh,
1: It's 1.30, Ender. I hope we can make it to the east just about two. Oh, this snowstorm is done held us back. Look at the snow on the windshield there, boy. It's just coming down. Yeah,
4: well, the man at the gas station say that this road was a shortcut. Look how the snow plows unbanked up the snow on both sides of this road. This is the first one lane highway I don't ever see.
1: Yeah, well, we'll keep driving here, Ender. That's all we can do. Yeah. Wait a minute, slow down here. Look out, look out, and look up ahead of us. Yeah, wait a, a minute. Look. A minute, look.
4: A car. Yeah. It's stuck in the road. Yeah, go around him, man. Go around him. Go around him. I can't with this way the snow is banked up here. Oh. Listen to that wind, then. Yeah. All right, come on.
1: Let's get out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can unstuck the man there. Uh, hey, mister. Oh, uh, mister, what's the trouble? We got to get through here. Uh, you can't
4: block up the road like this. Well, I'm sorry, but I have a flat tire. There's a lot of glass on the road. I don't have a jack, so I can't change the tire. Yeah, well, look, we got
1: a jack here in our car. We got to get you out of here. We'll help you. It's a matter of life and death.
4: I'll run over to our car here and get the jack. Careful, Kingfish, you don't slip on the ice. (laughs) Good heaven, let me help you up. Did you hurt yourself? Oh, no.
1: I might have punctured my pancreas and split my spleen, but outside of that, I already... Let me find that jack here. Oh, here it is in the back seat. Yeah. Now, let's get that tire fixed. We ain't got a minute to lose here. I'm sorry, but I don't know much about cars. Yeah, well, just stand back there. We'll do the job. Here, let me get this thing under the... I'll jack this thing up here.
4: Uh, wait a minute, Kingfish. Don't bother me, Andy. I am working here. But, Kingfish...
1: Shut up. I told you I am working here.
4: Listen, Kingfish...
1: Andy, I... will you keep your mouth shut? Ah, uh... right, there we is.
4: I got it all jacked up. Now, what did you want, stupid? You jacked up the wrong wheel.
3: <laughs> oh,
4: man.
1: I got to let it down again. Oh, what a mess. We'll never get to Eastchester. All right. Let me get it over here under the other wheel. And uh, you and the man here, get the spare tire while I jack up this side here. Yeah, okay, I'll Yeah, okay. Oh, boy, I got to work faster. Ah. Uh, there we are. Okay, Anna. Uh, I got the right wheel this time, didn't I? This is the one, uh, just the flat tire. Now, she's all jacked up, ready to change. I got it right, Anna.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think uh, Then why is you standing there shaking your head like this? I was just talking to the man. He ain't got no spare. <laughs>
3: oh, gee. Yeah.
4: Look here. We has got the same size tire. Let's
1: use our spare tire on his car. Yeah, that's Go get the thing, car. Go get out of it right quick, Andy. Okay, okay. Oh, me, and Napoleon thought he had a tough day at Waterloo. Oh.
0: Well, I can't thank you gentlemen enough. You did a wonderful thing in changing my tie and getting me out of here like this. I'll leave your spare tie, at Thompson's Garage in Chester. That's my
4: hometown.
1: Yeah, well, uh, uh, just get going. That's all. Get out of that way so we can come along. Goodbye, and thanks again. You're welcome. Come on in. Yeah, go on. Ah. Let's get back to our car here. Do you realize that if we don't break up that marriage, Sapphire will kill me? If my mama-in-law marries that crook, we'll be disgraced for life? Yeah. Uh, Look here, it's ten minutes to two. Maybe we can still make it and break up the wedding. Here we go. All right, oh, me. All right, quick, Andy, get out. (laughs) Get the jack, Andy. We got to change our tire.
4: Yeah. Hey, that's funny. It ain't here in the back seat. And I know I put it in there because I noticed a blanket when I threw it in. We ain't got no
1: blanket back there. Holy smokes, you big dummy. You done throwed our jack in the wrong car. Now we'll never get to East Chester to break up that wedding. It's all your fault. And Sapphire gonna blame me for getting her mama married off to that crook. What could be dumber than you giving away our only
4: jack? You giving away our spare tire.
1: <laughs>
4: now what is we gonna do, Kingfish?
1: I don't know what we're gonna do. I was going to lie right down here in the snow and die. That's what I...
2: Oh, Reverend Carter, it's two o'clock and here we are at the altar. <laughs> I'm so glad the wedding is going ahead on schedule.
4: Well, I never would have gotten here to perform this ceremony if it wasn't for two wonderful men who gave me their spare time. <laughs>
1: forget, ladies and gentlemen, to visit your Rexall drugstore.
4: Good night. See you next Sunday. Be sure to be with us next Sunday at the same time, and your Rexall druggist will again present the Amos and Andy Show, which is written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosher, and Bob Ross. And stay tuned for the Edgar Berg and Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these stations. Ken Niles speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.